background as mm. some priests roasting. Yeah, like that kind. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you don't even know how hot it is up in here. Boy, howdy. I, uh, since my, I don't know how it is, but I guess Mac, um, like, somehow connects to Google or YouTube or something. So, like, YouTube notifications pop up on my MacBook, okay. but I don't open it too often. So, like, when I open it up, it just subs. Like, my whole fucking screen just subs, 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 subs on YouTube to the top chauffeurs of all the new subs. <laughs> well, hey, we just hit 300 subs on YouTube. Hell yeah. Only 700 more till we can potentially be... Oh, wait, well, 700 more and, like... 800 some odd more hours of watch time and then we might be able to get monetized there oh yeah oh yeah we'll pull back up but progress is progress yeah let me check the sound do you know anyone personally that has 300 subs but progress is progress yeah let me check the sound do you know anyone personally that has 300 subs but progress is progress yeah fuck I don't know what to do about it though so I just have to go with it don't know what to do. Sorry, guys, about that frequency noise. Because I don't know what it is. I even tried moving wires away. It only... It, it just... It's intermittent, so I don't know what the fuck causes it. It just... It's intermittent, so I don't know what the fuck causes it. Oh. It's real strange, fellas. Real fucking strange. I don't know what it is. I, Do you know when it started, though? About the time we opened that die book. <laughs> that would suck. We released an energy. That would suck if it was because of a fucking dumbass little... Had like a, there's like a small EMP somewhere in this fucking box. And it's just... Fucking... It's just giving us a fuck. Just destroying everything that we know. What a dick. What a dick-ass ghost. What a big old dick-ass ghost. <laughs> a big old fucking... Come yeah. slut. So I was watching... I just don't... I don't get rules anymore. And I really wonder... Rules some... or rules? Rules. Oh, I really do sometimes wonder if... If you get to a certain point... You can just get away with a lot of stuff. Like the rules of the internet? Yeah. Eh, kind of like a lot of stuff. So I was watching an episode of a podcast that I won't I won't name because we usually talk good about them all the time. And yeah. I don't want to bash for no reason. But they had a particular guest on who has a particular popularity around him. And it's kind of... Everyone look out. I won't say his name, but I'll just say everyone looks at him like that old uncle. Mm-hmm. And love his content, love his stand up and everything. But he was on a podcast and he was saying like every racial slur you can think of. Really? Live. The N word, you know, multiple times. The F word that's not fuck. On here? Well, it gets streamed on yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And on YouTube and yeah. on many other platforms. And their video still had ads playing on it. And and I'm just wondering, because if I were to say a quarter of those words, A, I get it. I'm a white guy. So people are probably going to hate it. Yeah. But B, we would get shut down probably pretty quick. Yeah. Or get real big. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I want to be big for that reason, though. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird with different people because they had a different guest on that I remember was saying it, the N-word, too, and he's white. And he dropped it, like, three times. <laughs> Who did? Bert. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were saying something else. I was like, yeah, it's... No, he did. Kept dropping it. So... I don't know, man. He probably got backlash, but not enough to where people stop listening to him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand certain rules. I don't know if it's just because people don't check into him. Like, <clears throat> well, I mean, in the world we live in today, and I'm all I I'm on the side that I don't care what they say, and I'm all for it. I don't care. I think it. I personally laughed at what he was saying, yeah. and so did everyone who was there. Yeah. But it's weird that some people can get away with it, and some people like that would close. That would that would shut their whole career down. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's there's people we know and people in the in the entertainment industry, if they even got recorded saying one of the words that was said on that podcast, <laughs> they would get fucking their whole their whole entire career just executed yeah for sure <clears throat> i don't get it and i i think I, i'm for the fact that i wish i could say more on here hey what's up big papa how you doing good night big papa thanks for dropping yeah, by i am happy and glad that some of the rules just because i would say it <laughs> not, oh, not like the bad or you know awful ones but like oh no i mean i would yeah uh, it'd come back for sure, I'd I've made, said of our early ones, so I'd make a lot more. Um, Mine would just be edgy. There's a joke I really, I really want to say, but I don't know. It's pushing it with. It doesn't have any bad words in it, but I don't know. It just might be too edgy for the world of Twitch. Damn. Because it's. I don't know. Let's see if I remember it. Because I think it's pretty good. Twitch needs needs some edge though. Everyone's so timid on Twitch now. Yeah, maybe I should. Let's see, where did I wrote it? Wrote it. Where did I wrote that? Oh yeah, Big Papa, big Game of Thrones fans we are. Yeah, dude. We're on top of the Sunday's episode. We'll probably talk about it tonight a little bit, but wanted to get into the show a little bit prior to jumping into something that might spoil stuff. Hey, salty. How are you? Howdy, partner. What else did I just watch? I was trying to think of other. Um, I just watch random stuff. Been watching Tin Star. That's pretty good. Watch Kingpin. Yeah, that's a good one. Talked about that one. Oh, well, we can talk about our uh, little adventure we went on. Oh yeah. So we, instead of a podcast on Friday, last Friday, we went on a little adventure down to an area, down to a city called Spanish Fork. Here in the great honeybee state of Utah. And we were looking for houses that were flooded because there was a ginormous flood at some point. We found one, yeah. but... I was hoping there was going to be a bunch of them. I, I wonder if there was. It, it's kind of tough to do the, something like that at nighttime. Because mm-hmm. for all we know, like the right side of the road where that stream was, there could have been hundreds of them. We just couldn't see <laughs> That's them. That's true. But yeah, there was a big flood and there's abandoned houses and we found one um, and 
nimble toe Curtis was able to <laughs> shimmy across the sketchy ass two by four that was in water and get on top of the roof and kind of look in there and we we kind of got some footage but yeah the roof yeah I, I tried getting footage the, the water was almost to the roof of like just a normal story house that was still flooded that's where the flood went through yeah it was it was cool it was fun i'm glad we went yeah me too it was, it's okay. nice getting out doing stuff again absolutely i want to go to one of the actual big ones but they're like four hours away yeah down and but you know there's most of them are down south but you know we could do that maybe one of these weekends we can go down to a ghost town and then while we're down that direction check out a mountain meadow massacre area yeah maybe do a daytime if depending how close they are daytime check walk through ghost town and then nighttime recorded the meadows yeah we did also make uh you'll if you aren't following us on youtube it's simply youtube.com slash top shelfers podcast go get on it we just hit 300 subs whoop, whoop. making progress um we have some uh funny videos or serious depending on how you want to look at it <laughs> of us searching for sasquatch and it is uh it's 10 out of 10 quality i was i watched it again, again and it's so funny because like when i cause obviously i was trying to think of stuff to say they're like you know i was just going for it so when I like instead of saying like um and then I would just be like and then fucking so yeah, said, and then fucking said fucking so I was like we're looking for these um, fucking bigfoots <laughs> um you can see they knocked over that fucking fence down there. that video's probably got the most views of any non-public video ever because I've watched it like ten times it's so good and then the one with Chandler's great because he's just standing there and they're drinking water I know I, I, and then I try not to laugh so. You played it off perfectly because, like, he said it, and then you, like, didn't even pause. Like, yeah, mostly they come and drink from here. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah, I had to. If you guys are familiar with uh, Wild Man Forest, uh, a certain character or persona that someone puts on, he uh, <laughs> makes an appearance on one of these videos, and it's, <laughs> it's 10 out of 10 quality. <laughs> and those will be up within this week. Also, we have uh, an epic fail of one of our friends. Oh, yeah. I got to do that. Trying to uh, jump across the stream. I'll do it. Uh, when I get home, I'll upload that one. I felt bad because all of us were super confident. He, you, very nimble boy. You guys get to hear my rare, extreme high-pitched laugh. <laughs> like, it, like, watching it again, it's funny, but it's not, like, it's not as funny as hard as I laughed. Like, fucking hilarious <laughs> okay go eagles that's a good transition because i wanted to talk about the nba playoffs tonight yeah. jazz got whooped yeah the jazz got the big dickens and it sucks too because they were holding james harden yeah he went to... 23 yeah and then it's uh, just and then chris paul it's just they were even their whole team's good eric gordon fucking well 17 turnovers Probably was Jazz. the the, yeah. the reason they lost, because if you would have scored twelve of those, yeah. that's twenty four points. Their defense was super off too. Yeah, so I mean twenty four points would have put them at a hundred and 
14. So it would have been closer. It wouldn't have been a fucking big smoke. They was, just couldn't make any. They couldn't make any threes no, at all. It was round two of the playoffs all over again. Donovan Mitchell was getting shut down by Chris Paul. Joe Ingles, I don't even know if he made a shot the whole game. Derek Favors was really carrying him for a while. Yeah. And then Rudy Gobert, high score on the team. Defensive yeah. player of the year is your high score. That's when you know, like, I'm not, Rudy's fucking good. He's been doing about 20 points a game. Absolutely. But he shouldn't be your scoring leader. No. Yeah, it's not good. So Go Eagle says, my mind cannot fucking process right now that the Warriors blew a 31-point lead to the L.A. Clippers. Yep, L.A. Clippers scored. I think one of my dad's at 85 in the second half. I think 85 is what he said. It's crazy. Yeah, 85 points in the second half the Clippers scored against Golden State. So what's interesting about basketball. Beasley and Durant were going at it. Were they? Yeah. They're not friends. <laughs> well, they were just playing really, like, aggressive basketball. But. Or Beverly. I don't know. I said Beasley. Beasley. Beverly. Jesus Christ, guys. Gotta watch out for Beasley. <laughs> Beasley. What is that name I said? I don't know. I don't know any Beasley. There's Cole Beasley. I think that's a football player. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. And then um, Luke Walton that got fired from the Lakers, their head coach. The Sacramento Kings fired their coach, and he's already the head coach now at Sacramento. Oh, really? Luke Walton, yeah. Someone was like, Jesus, did they even... I can't remember the Sacramento's coach's name, but they were like... Uh, yeah, it's us. Um, uh, they're like, did he even get out of the fucking building? And like, no, that's how you knew he was fired. Luke Wallet was hanging up his pictures in the coach's <laughs> office. And he just like looks at him. Ooh, I thought they told you already. <laughs> Someone was like, I think that's how Luke Wallet got fired from um, Lakers because uh, LeBron was hanging up pictures in the coach's office. Fuck, you're probably right. It's so funny all the players because LeBron says he told the coach Luke Wallen that he's the reason Luke Wallen got fired pretty much and he was I guess telling him he's like I know more than you I'm not gonna listen to your coaching which is fucking Luke Wallen's a good you know pretty good coach so. yeah but if you talk to a lot of basketball players in the NBA it's similar conversation yeah you know cause it's one of those things where there isn't really much coaching well it's good for him but it doesn't help the rest of the team as we saw because LeBron did decent, like, as a player all year. But the rest of the team, like, obviously they didn't make it to the fucking playoffs. Well, and the difference, too, being is, you know, LeBron has a bunch of years of experience. But if the pressure's on the coach and the coach feels like he can't coach the team, yeah, they're a bunch of rookies. Yeah, because, yeah, the rest, the, re- of the, team is the, rest of the team needs a coach. Yeah. And so if LeBron just needed to listen to fucking for the di- team dynamic to work. The funniest, my still my favorite clip of the year is um, Kuzma pushing LeBron to cover his man. Yeah. Well, it was Kuzma's man, technically, but he's like, defense shows LeBron. Well, I wonder if it's just frustrating for LeBron because he's gone from pretty much always winning yeah. to being arguably on the worst team this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I could get that. It's probably fucking annoying and frustrating and... If he sees what's going wrong and the coach doesn't want to listen to him, that's probably even more frustrating. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
the crazy thing is there. I don't know. Like Luke Wan's a really good coach, but Sacramento's coach to really turn their team around this year. Like they're a lot better, I think, because of him. So for them to fire him, I, uh, he'll probably go be an assistant coach somewhere. Yeah, college sure. coach, but. Guigo says Luke Walton was looking at the contract for the Kings, but the Kings signed him. But Luke Walton was like, I didn't fucking say yeah. Oh. Huh. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Sacramento had been looking for... They've had their eye on Luke Walton and other coaches, too, to try to hire. But they're like, you know, we have the opportunity for him now. Hopefully it works out. We're not going to wait for someone else and lose this opportunity. I think next year is going to be so interesting because there's going to be a lot of changes. Yeah, I mean, Golden State breaking up. It's like the fucking Beatles. Yeah. And, you know, the Nets, right? Yeah, the Nets mm-hmm. are the Mets. It's the Knicks and the Nets. I always get Brooklyn's. Brooklyn's decent. The Knicks are the shitty team. Yeah. They have. They're the ones who picked up Jimmer. They're pretty sure they're going to get... That's a... Suns. Oh, that's the Suns. Same thing. (laughs) Yeah. They're both real shitty. I always get confused. Where was fucking Kevin Durant planning on going? I thought he said the Knicks. He's going to the Knicks, yeah. Okay. So, then either... So, the first round draft... I think there was a draft mock. I'm not sure who gets first round pick. Oh, it's still lottery based. Yeah, it, there was drafts or because it's gonna be the worst teams. Yeah. So it's either gonna be the Suns or the Knicks. I think that get, um, Zion probably. Right. Which then, I don't know who's gonna be second. Either Jaw or the other dude from Duke, CJ, mm-hmm. I think. But let's go. There, yeah. There's a bunch of drafts because like if you just type an NBA mock draft. Yeah, yeah. That should pull up. Because I think it'll be interesting. Mavericks, Mark Traff, Zion, Lakers, Bulls, but we'll see. Because a lot of them get it right, too, which is funny. Oh, yeah, so Zion, yeah. Oh, Cleveland, I forgot Cleveland. Oh, so RJ, yeah. RJ so, will go to Phoenix. Yeah, so this is what this one's saying for the mock guys. It's so New York will pick up Zion in the first round, or first pick, obviously. Jaw will go second to Cleveland, which kind of makes sense. RJ from Duke will go to Phoenix. And then the Gonzaga dude to Chicago. But, yeah, I was just curious about those first three. Because I think – I don't think the Cavs are going to have a team next year. But the Suns having – if the Suns get – would we go back to that? Get Jaw? Yeah, if the Suns get Jaw – He's a point guard, though, isn't he, though? Or RJ. Oh, shooting guard. Oh, wait, the Suns, yeah, would get RJ as a shooting guard. And, yeah, Jimmer's – and what's what's but what position does uh ball hog play? Point guard, I think. Point guard, I think. Yeah, cause they're he's injured, or he's out, I think, right oh, now. Is he? And they're still played. Or well, obviously they're now no, season's no. over. But it was fucking. I'm hoping that they're just planning on letting him go somewhere else. You know, buying out his contract, letting. I don't know, like, and I understand because they, when they put him in, he was not doing too well. Talking about Jimmer, right? Yeah, Jimmer. Yeah, yeah. sorry guys, Jimmer for that. That's on Suns. They were putting him in. He wasn't doing super great. I don't know if it's just the him switching here again, but I would love to see let them him play a good fifteen minutes, twenty minute game 
like, and just let him be like, hey, do your thing. And I want to see if he can do it again. Because if he could, then... Well, it's the same thing that happened when he first got drafted. Yeah. Is they don't... Oh, Jesus. Thank you. They don't give him the the Steph Curry treatment, which I don't think they're comparable. I don't. Yeah. By any means. But I do think that he has the shooting ability. Yeah. They just need to let him shoot. Yeah, he needs to get his confidence back. I just don't think he has it right now. And I don't know. If they let him fucking just light it, I think he would... Because even if he's good for 20 points a game, that's a lot. That's a great off-the-bench player. Yeah. Him coming off the bench for 20 points, that's amazing. Even if, like, you know, yeah, just like they have Corver do or mm-hmm. all the other bench, you know. Because, yeah, he's a great backup if if he's shooting really well. Do you think the Knicks will blow everyone out of the water next year? Because it'll be, well, not like everybody, but. They're going to be a lot better if it's KD goes there and then Jaw. I mean, not Jaw, Zion. And then Zion, yeah. I'm curious to see because, you know, there's always that will they actually make it in the NBA? Yeah, that's tough, though, because Zion's a physical player. Yeah, he's only a freshman in college, though, so he's, what, 19 years old. And there's a big difference from being able to drive and dominate college players compared to NBA. Veteran-ass players. Yeah, like I don't think you're bullying – a lot of these NBA players around, like you're not gonna bully Draymond or Rudy or yeah, you know, insert a lot of these centers. I'm so, curious to see. Like, some, I think he's gonna do good. Sometimes first picks do good. Sometimes they do bad. But I just hope that he doesn't crumble. I hope he doesn't come out and like. I imagine he has very high standards for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see that he's a competitor just from the way he carries himself. I just hope that he doesn't come out here into the NBA and then just feel like he's not living up to what he should be. Yeah. And mentally just fuck himself. That's a big part of sports. Yeah, yeah, it's tough being that hype. Like, look at Mark. Well, Mark Fultz was injured a lot, but like, you know, first round draft pick, you haven't heard. I, I don't know if he's injured right now. What the fuck, Markel's doing? But haven't heard him all year. And um, who else was? Who's draft draft? Ben Simmons was before Markel, and Ben Simmons. He's you know Ben Simmons, douche, but he does okay. Um, who was before him? Can't remember. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he'll do okay. I think most of them are going to do decent. Yeah. But I think it's going to be the one, I don't know, because you always get the ones because that's what I was looking up. Kyle Korver was drafted 51st, and now he's one of the greatest shooters of all time. And so I think we're just, there's going to be, you know, random dude that people wouldn't really pay attention to. That's going to be really good. I think that's usually what happens, right? I mean, you get... You get your Kobe's and LeBron's every yeah ten years. Wasn't Steph almost not even drafted, or was he? I can't remember. He was pretty good in college. Yeah, maybe it was college. Maybe I was watching his college, and they weren't sure if he was going to get picked up to college. I can't remember. Let's look. Because he he held a couple records. Yeah. In March Madness. Fifteenth. Oh, let's see. 
Good players. Dallas trapped it, Golden State. Maybe. First, so, yeah. Select the top 15 picks. I just want to know when he was drafted. The other one, yeah, why'd right. they make that so convoluted? The other one was just told me right away. Oh, six players picked before Steph Curry. So he was probably. Seventh. Yeah. So let's see who is. Oh, in I front forgot of them. about his class. Oh, so 2009 draft. We're looking at when Steph Curry went. So um, Blake Griffin. Let's see. Wait, wait. What does it say? Then now. Then. Oh, oh! So it's showing them now. So Blake yeah. Griffin, obviously, was his, number one pick. I mean, he's done well. Makes sense. Number two. Yeah, he hasn't done much. Hashim Thabit, center. I've it's never heard Grizzlies. of him. Um, James Harden. Ooh, number three was James Harden. Yeah, makes sense. Tyreek Evans makes sense. Yeah. Number four. Um. Ricky Ru- oh, I forgot Rubio was in the same class as Steph. Oh, shit. Rubio went before Steph. He was supposed to be the next biggest thing in the league. Yeah. Everyone projected him to be soap, but he's decent, but he's just not consistent. Uh-huh. Young Rubio. Um, Johnny Flynn. Never heard of him. I don't think he's that. Oh, yeah. Team unemployed. He's not even in the league anymore, so. <laughs> and then number seven would have been Steph. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's. That's a tough one, right? Because that 2009 kind of fucked with our whole entire thing we were saying. Yeah. All top seven except for two of them were That was just a players. good class. 2009 NBA draft and 2007 best class of all times. Yeah. It was 2007. For NFL. Oh, oh, did he say NFL? Yeah, 2007 for NFL, 2009 for NBA. Oh, uh, we can look up who was 2007. I don't... In NFL or NBA? NFL. I don't recall who... Who was drafted? Uh, Probably just that first one. Or... I was trying to see round one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still have a fucking moment. Oh, Jamarcus Russell, Lawrence Thompson, uh, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. That was a big one. Um, I was just trying to go to the top. Levi Brown, Laron Landry, Adrian Peterson. Oh, it's a stacked one for Marshawn sure. Marshawn Lynch. Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Greg Olson. Let's go. Oh, biggest NBA draft busts. We'll look that one up. It's going to be a bunch of people we never, never heard of because they were <laughs> yeah, fucking Yeah, because they shit. fucking blew. Ten biggest NBA draft busts since 2000. Yeah, it looks happy. Actually, there's gonna be people we don't know, so I wanna, I wanna do the opposite, like. Oh, so like, best draft picks, like players that are actually good that were picked. So, best NBA draft. Oh, on my did that. Ooh, we'll do class. See what that one is real quick. Top five NBA draft classes in NBA history. So, number five, 1998. Oh, that is a good one. Mike Bibby, Antoine 
Jameson, Vince Carter, Dirk Nowinski, Paul Pierce, and Rashad Lewis. Yeah, that was pretty big. So that's number five. 1985 draft. Patrick Ewing, Xavier McDaniel, Chris or Chris Mullen, Detlef, Shrimp, Charles Oakley, Carl Malone, Joe Dumers, Dumers, and Terry, Terry Porter. I don't know. That's a little past, past my date. 2003 is number three. LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, David West, Boris Dim, Diva, whatever, and Josh Howard. So that's a decent one. Yeah. 1984, I'm not going to know these people. Oh, well. So, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Barkley. Robertson. Thorpe. John Stockton. So that was pretty big. Number one is 1996. Allen Iverson, Marcus Cumby. Sharif, oh, Abdur, yeah. Um, Ray Allen, Kobe Bryant, Steve Nash, Jeremiah O'Neill, Derek Fisher. Sounds big, but I thought. So Kobe Bryant went 16th. That's weird. Yeah. You wouldn't. I don't think. think he was too great his rookie year either. I think he was a later like player that just fucking laid up just later. Up. Yeah. Draft things. Man, I said type really best... weird deja vu. That sucks. What if you type in best NBA draft surprises? Maybe we'll get something weird like that. Vince Carter's still in the league. Yeah, he's the only player from drafted in the 90s that's still in the league now. Vince oh, Carter. really? Yeah, because Dirk retired. Jesus, I need to check down the TV volume. <laughs> um... Greatest steals. Uh, so yeah, probably you know ones that makes sense. Kind of like Denver getting rid of Donovan Mitchell. Can you imagine Donovan Mitchell with the rest of Denver? That would have been a mean fucking team. Marcus All got drafted forty eighth. Damn. Tim Duncan with the first pick in the ninety seven draft and <laughs> selecting Ginobili fifty seventh. Damn. Tony Parker twenty eighth. That's crazy. So I was hoping a list. I like lists. Yeah, I like lists too. There's a whole bunch of words, and I don't yeah. want to read any of them. Give me a give me a fucking list. I don't like your out of order lists. I don't want to read sentences. Come on. <laughs> That's why I like those top tens. But let's try this one. The biggest NBA shocks and surprises of the 21st century, because that's more what we wanted, anyways. Not really steals. I guess steals is kind of what it means. Oh, here we go. It's Detroit Pistons. What? Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, that guy doesn't look like he plays basketball at all. What is this? Is just shitty players. How dare you talk shit on Anthony Bennett <laughs> of the Cleveland Cavs? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I don't give a shit about 2018 because we already know what the fuck has happened. Same the future. Here we go. Here's a list. Number 20, Rashad Lewis. This is NBA steal. So ones that were not that great and all of a sudden became good. 32nd overall pick. Rajon Rondo was 21st, which is crazy. Bill Lambeer. His name looks like a he's a lame beard. He looks like he's a 1979. Jesus, Paul Pierce was 10th, which makes sense. Still pretty, yeah. 
<coughs> you have any Tums? I wish. Fuck. Okay. I uh, thought the same thing. I took one before I got here, and then I got heartburn again when I got here. Yeah, I just got hit with it pretty hard. Michael Red. I know, I should carry a bunch of them in my pocket, but I didn't put any too. Michael Red was drafted 43rd. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Sean Kemp was drafted 17th. Man, I miss the Supersonics. Right. Fucking my pictures. MJ. Michael Jordan, top three picks in his draft, but note that two teams passed up on the greatest player to ever play in the NBA. Portland and Houston both passed up on Michael Jordan. Man. I don't know how many people realize that. That, you know... What do you think their mindset was? Do you think they were like sitting there like, okay, well we'll we'll, we'll pass on Jordan, and then like three years later, the guys who are all like part of the draft committee on their teams are sitting there like, they fire the whole squad. We fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan just put sixty Shit. on us to prove a point. He left the fucking league and played baseball and came back and won three more rings. Right. <laughs> Fuck. He fucking saved the world with the Looney Tunes squad. Yeah. God. Larry Bird, the most handsome fella to ever play. <laughs> Let's see. Five teams passed on Larry Bird. Damn. Manu Ginobili. Doesn't he scroll up a little bit? Doesn't he look like Colby? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's short hair. I always forgot he had short hair. Tony Parker. Uh, 28th overall pick. They built a team of... Misfits. Yeah. Dennis Rodman was... 27th. Jeez. Gervin. Gervin. I give a shit. These are all old folks. Carl Malone. Fuck a male, man. Carl Malone is arguably the best power forward to play in the NBA. The Utah Jazz have been extremely happy when they saw what they got with the 13th overall pick. It's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I would say that was a steal. Thanks, Carl. Steve Nash was 15th. It's because I like... We don't want this soccer player on our team. Right. Does he think he is? John Stockton, number two, was 16th overall. Yeah, he's fucking Hall of Fame leader of all time, leader in assists. We got two. That was just such a good team. And oh, <coughs> for those two, I forgot. We had a couple. B. Russ. Um, but, yeah. Passed on by 12 teams, so 13th for Kobe. Crazy. Well, I just want to know what those people are who made that draft happen and then later... Oh, why is there two of me? <laughs> you're getting picked up by my camera. <laughs> That's pretty... Scoot back over. I can fix it. No, you're good. I'll just scoot back over. I like the 2S. <laughs> why did it just start doing that, though? I adjust it over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see the moment I realized there was a second me because my eyes were like... There's two of me. I got two U.S.'s. TPS? Uh, sports are kind of TPS. Yeah, I'll check it out. I don't really watch too much sports stuff, like Sports Center. I mean, I watch sports, but that's it. There was some crazy UFC this weekend. Oh, really? I didn't watch Max that. Holloway and Dustin Poirier oh, for the lightweight interim belt. And... Fucking what's his name? I can never pronounce it. 
Dennis Quaid. Asandre. Oh. Yeah, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> no, Asandre and Kevin Gastelum for the middleweight interim belt. And Holloway lost. Oh, shit. No one, I don't think anyone was expecting Holloway to lose. That's crazy. And not only did he lose, it was a five-round unanimous decision. And poor boy, pull up, uh, just type in Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier, uh-huh. and look at this poor boy's face. <laughs> after fighting? Yeah, he is now. After catching some fucking hands for a good 30 minutes. So I'll see if it just brings up the last one. Uh, this one? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of them. There was one where he just looked like... Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dust Poirier looks pretty. That night. <laughs> yeah, Dust Poirier looked pretty clean. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was expecting him to win that, and then Asandre just. I guess they said that him and the Kevin Gaslam fight was, was potentially a fight of the year already. Oh shit! And I I didn't get the fights. So I. I was too busy watching golf. Golf? Yeah. What's golf? Golf. Oh, golf. Oh yeah, Good the old Tiger. He's back. The boy. Did you you watched it, didn't you? Did you, just the highlights. I uh, didn't watch the whole thing. Like, did you see like how stoked he was when you realized he won? Yeah, he almost won by more, but he missed the first putt, mm-hmm. and then fucking he was back. He said he never expected to win in a Masters or Major again. Oh great. yeah, I'm sure. You, I mean, if you were in that position, you probably never thought you would too. He went from arguably the most well, I don't want to say most known, but top 20 most known athletes in the world yeah to the biggest the, know, he was kind of hated he went he had the cheating wife scandal <coughs> drugs went, prescription drugs then his dad died and lost then, all of his big sponsors and yeah and then got hurt mm-hmm. so i was gonna call it quits then came back and yeah he was playing differently though they said like oh just Obviously, there are so many people there for Tiger. It's so funny. Right after he shoots, or right before he's about to hit, they're just like, Tiger! Yeah. It's like, what is this? Happy Gilmore crowd? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, there were so many people watching him, but they said his swing has changed. Like, they said he's no longer just trying to crush the ball like he used to. They said he just, he's got a more gentle swing, and it worked out. And the one he played for the slope on the, the green... And instead of going for like right at the hole, so he played for the roll. And they're like, "This is weird. Tiger Woods is playing it safe. We've never seen Tiger Woods play a safe <laughs> golf before." I know, and there was some other interesting stuff going on too. Do you see that weird like s- argument slash fight between the dude and his caddy? No, it was so weird. Like, so he—I don't know the dude's name. It was like John something. His last name had four letters. I know that doesn't help, but he was in, like, a weird spot. I don't remember which hole it is, but there was water surrounding the hole, and he, like, fucking sliced it clear over, and you could hear him and his caddy talking. The caddy's like, play it safe to the right, go for the fairway, and then 
go into, you know, yeah. then shoot on the green. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Because he landed in the bunker. So then he just bashed it out of the bunker and just, like, right into the water. And you can just see his caddy go, like, roll his, like, eyes and yeah. head. And they start walking back and you can hear him, like, talking to each other. And you could both tell that they're pissed. Yeah. And I think the caddy said, like, well, you should listen. Yeah. And you can just hear him go, fuck you. <laughs> and everyone's, like, making a big deal. Because it's golf, you know. Yeah. You're not supposed to. Golf is supposed to be kind of yeah, you know, classy, but Unless... that was making a bunch of videos. Yeah. Unless you're John Daly. Yeah. And then you just fucking, <laughs> you start coke off a stripper's asshole <laughs> on hole 14. You don't give a fuck. You fucking drove it off a tall boy of beer. <laughs> yeah. That's my greatest video. John Daly was probably the coolest human to I'm ever play any sports. Just him driving off the, <laughs> yeah, just, he, he was overweight. The funniest is, uh, I was reading about him and oh shit. Oh, you don't want the mayor of Tallahassee. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there it is. This fucking This guy. is one of the times. I, I haven't seen this one. I've only seen oh. <laughs> Wait, this is it. I don't know. He must have done it multiple times, maybe. Just a, yeah, just a fucking. He got a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking wearing that. He's not wearing shoes. <laughs> fucking dr- oh yeah, that's not the one I saw. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> in the beer. <laughs> Drives off a fucking tall boy and then chugs the beer. Yeah, the one he fucking. <coughs> that's not the one I was thinking of. The other one he did it off a full beer. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> he fucking just smashes the can. Yeah, this is the one I saw. <laughs> Boom. Just fucking driving off beer cans. Is that mid tournament too? <laughs> yeah, he just didn't fucking look at it. and then his fans. He was like literally just like uh Happy Gilmore. Like just I wonder if Happy Gilmore is kinda of based off him. Probably, yeah. He was just fucking they said he would never wear shoes really or smoke cigarettes. <laughs> But uh, in college, his golf coach said um, he was too overweight to play golf, to be on a serious team. So he said he went on a diet of popcorn and Jack Daniels. <laughs> that was his weight loss regimen, popcorn oh. and whiskey. Oh, my God. What a living legend. <laughs> Fucking John Daly. Is there a golfer cooler than him? I don't think I mean, so. Aaron Palmer's got a T. Yeah. But that's about it. Never once saw Aaron Palmer drive a fucking golf ball off a tall boy of beer. <laughs> nope. Swall smoking a goddamn cigarette and not wearing shoes. <laughs> and it's just all the stories that surround him, too. Like, all the coke and yeah. all the whores and... Trannies. Oh. <laughs> Whatever the term you want to use. Yeah. He was about him. <laughs> what was, uh, um, there was one story that revolved around him that was like crazy. I can't remember what it was. It's like one of his most infamous ones. I don't know. He did a lot of drugs and then played like the next day and then did yeah. like, it was like really well yeah. compared to everyone else. And he said something like, yeah, I was up all night doing coke. <laughs> it's like, okay. You can tell that guy no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Saltale's talking about transmissions. 
Yeah, that that Mandalorian is fucking crazy. Looks so good. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, John Daly worked on Tran Transmission. Yeah, yeah. That's why he was so tired. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> yeah, is. Um, yeah, we can talk about that for a minute. Yeah, the the Mandalorian trailer, the TV show that's coming out on. Is it a TV show or is it a movie? I thought or movie. I don't know which other. one it was. I was curious. I couldn't remember. I didn't look it up if the Mandalorian was the TV shows coming out or. I know it's on the streaming service. Also, oh, it is the. Unless they're putting just a movie on the streaming service. I have no fucking idea. Is it. <sighs> Show? Fuck. I can't remember. I'll have to know. Yeah, TV show. Okay, cool. Ten episodes. Yeah, that that makes makes it look a lot cooler because I was like, that's gonna be dope. But who's playing? In it? Do you know? Yeah, I sh- I sent it to him. Yeah, for some yeah. I was just curious if it was if they were gonna have some. Is that the Carl? Is that fucking Happy Gilmore, dude? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I watch that and I'm like, is that the same guy? Yeah, Carl Weathers. It's all, it's all in the hips. I'm excited. There was a lot of cool oh, shit. Nick Nolte is in it. He's good. That guy from Game of Thrones. Or oh, yeah. No, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah. I just saw some. I just looked up the cast. I'm ex- It's going to be good because, I mean... Is that confirmed that's Boba Fett? Or is it just someone in Mandalorian It armor? looks like Jenga Fett, doesn't it? I don't know, kinda. It was the blue armor, not really the green. I think it, I think it just looks like a... I don't I think it's just gonna be a bounty hunter, right? I think just a Mandalorian bounty hunter? Or, I don't know, Alec, you would know. I, don't know. I didn't know if that was the path they were going or not, because when watching that, you know, leak or whatever you want to call it, they're a rare race. Yeah, that's just saying what the Mandalorian are. Right. And it didn't look correct. Like, the armor doesn't look correct, so I was like, Yeah, well, it kind of looked like Jango Fett's armor. Jango Fett will be well dead before this. I, I didn't know when it took place. I think. <coughs> oh, it's a new guy. Okay. I think that's good. That makes So it's, it's like, what... Right, no, I did watch it. That's what I was wondering, though, is I didn't know if... They were just like, oh, was it a new yeah. character or not? <coughs> but uh, I like how it has, uh, I don't remember his name, the little robot boy. From oh, yeah. 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 He's spinning around doing something. I just like in that video, just when people, there's just the random stuff. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Like the thing that comes out, like the eye, like or little yeah, door thing. Yeah, from the Return of the Jedi. Oh, shit, sorry, guys. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, okay. Let me know when I'm on speaker. You're on speaker? Okay, so it's played by Pedro Pascal, which is the guy from Game of Thrones. They get this eye gouged out. Oh! That's cool. Yeah, okay. And then, in the video I sent you, it takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, I didn't notice that part. And then... Jango Fett, his armor in the Clone Wars, his helmet, 
you find out what happens to that. And Bubble Fett's armor is, in the aftermath books, it says that Bubble Fett's armor is um, taken away by acid and then loses some, like, sheriff of Tatooine that wears the armor now. So Bubble Fett's walking around without his armor now. Oh, okay. Did you, did you see the IG-88 droid in the trailer? Yeah, yeah. And IG-88 played by Korg, the guy who does the Korg voice who directed Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Oh, that guy's hilarious. Yeah. And then the guts from Breaking Bad, he's just an Imperial guy that has the Death Troopers. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's about it. And then there's that MMA chick. And then... Oh, yeah. That's what I thought it was. The guy who uh, lost his hand to the alligator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, which MMA chick was it? Um, Not Rhonda. No, what's her? Let me go back. No, but there's yeah, there's gonna be a box who's gonna be in this. All the bounty hunters except for the robot who's gonna be in this. The other robot. Okay. Dengar's in it. And I believe Bubble Fett will probably be in the last episode. And Dave Filoni, the guy who made a Clone Wars and Rebels, he co-created this with John Favreau. So it's his show too. Okay. And in the Clone Wars. You see the little things at the Twi'leks ride, the little animals? Yeah, yeah. Those, animal, those animals are in this, too. Okay. Yeah, cause it's just funny, just all the stuff, and then everyone just claps all of a sudden. Yeah, so, like, um, it's cool, because basically he's in here for a lot of, like, Clone Wars and, like, um, original trilogy stuff in this, so it's going to be really good. Yeah, he's a totally different character. And in that video I sent you, when they handed Valerian still, steel that's a Mandalorian armor that's like very rare mm-hmm. so that's why it's like it's good to have it in the hands of the Mandalorian <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so that's why it's important because it's a Mandalorian tradition that's what they forge their armor with okay thanks so, yeah that's yeah. fucking dope yeah I was gonna so say you make a surprise appearance yeah I was gonna say you would know the most so <laughs> yeah I was like little waves yeah, much easier. Thank you. Okay. Shout out top shelter. Alright. Alright, dude. I'll talk hey. to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, so. It's gonna be good. Oh, definitely. I think it's gonna be. I mean, just the fact that. The idea that we have a Star Wars TV show now. That's gonna be A sweet. live action Star Wars TV show. Yeah, and it's nice because it's kind of like the same thing with Solo, I think. It's not force driven as much right so it's gonna be a good ass sci-fi yeah you know intense moment show yeah. <laughs> i'm excited for it. i think i think what alex said is spot on that it's gonna be i think there's gonna be a lot of what is it called fan oh uh, fan pleasing yeah like easter eggs and shit yeah easter eggs and small little details that you know Super fans, not like yeah. they're just actual fans of Star Wars will know. Because place like Tatooine has always been, you know, a place where there's crazy monsters and crazy looking creatures. So they could stick in everything. Yeah. There better be a fucking cantina band scene. Because you see them walk into the cantina. Yeah. They aren't there. <laughs> if they aren't there, we riot. Princess Leia. I don't know. There's a Blink-182 song about Star Wars. Yeah. 
Salty Frank asks, you guys see the trailer for Jedi Fallen Order game? Yeah, yes. it's really good because it's a single player. Um, it's just a single player game. Mm-hmm. And story driven single player, which is exactly what me and Wes were talking about the other day, what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, that fat guy from Sons of Anarchy with curly hair. Oh, okay. He's yeah. Huh. I like him. He's got a. He's got some. Uh, yeah. Single player only, no DLC. So it should be a good game, I think. Because, yeah, it's, if they did this story right, which it looks like they did a pretty good job so far from what we've seen in the trailer. And it's canon. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know it was that. It was canon. Yeah. So it's so crazy now. It's so it's so hard for these game or just pretty much Star Wars content creators to, like, the games, the TV shows, the movies, the fucking cartoons, you know, the comics, whatever to like for new people to come out because they have to know all this shit yeah (laughs) it it, i think honestly it's the people who are making it at this point maybe besides uh last jedi homeboy Mm -hmm. are like diehard fans Mm -hmm. or they're gonna have to soon be because they don't have to learn yeah you can learn today you're gonna learn today i love ea put out the most passive aggressive tweet that i've ever seen about that game though um because he was like or the tweet said something along the lines of no microtransactions no yeah all like the list all the things that everyone was bitching about yeah it's like it's a single player only game and then the tweet just ended and i was like well, that was pretty rude yeah it's so funny <laughs> i've been playing stars battlefront 2 a bit yeah and it's fun sometimes sometimes it's like call of duty where you're just getting smoked and you just want to die yeah Seems about right. Have you unlocked Childish Gambino yet? Um, I you pretty much unlock. Have everything unlocked. Um, it just so like the way it works is I think you I think you still can unlock, but so in the game you get like points. So you're playing and like so if you get kills or such shit like that, you build up points during the game, and then it gives you enough points to play as a better character. Gotcha. So I haven't done good enough in a game to get a Jedi or anything. Like though, I was just playing in a game where we were getting beaten so bad that they had three Jedi. I can't remember. It was Luke, um, young Anakin, and who else did they have? I don't know. <coughs> and there's just fucking three Jedi's flipping around, running together, just destroying everyone now. Cause that I was like, awful. I was like, oh, well, at this point, <laughs> we're just gonna get fucking our asses eaten. It was so the first when... game I lost since I played, and I was so mad. <coughs> Yeah, Go Eagles, he's uh, Lando yeah. in Battlefront 2, so you can unlock him. Yeah. That was the best video I've ever seen, where it's the the Childish Gambino song, where it starts out with the beat, and he says his name for the first thing, and the kid pans to him mm-hmm. in Battlefront 2. I'm like, God damn it. That's a great video. You know what's weird with what Alec just said, or Sanquit that just said, is everything that comes out is canon? The theme park... And the ride are canon. <laughs> That's crazy. So the whole area, and you know, you, my dad has been doing research because he really wants to go, but you have to reserve tickets for the first year yeah. to even get into that area. That's. And I don't quite get it. Do you remember the old Disneyland much? Like kind of the layout. Yeah. So you know where Splash Mountain and like Thunder Mountain Railroad were. Kind of near that like older part. Yeah, they those are still there, but like further back is going to be the whole Star Wars land. And I don't remember what was up there. There was like campsites and shit. 
Can't and like little, like little, like trailways you could walk on. I guess. I think so. I don't. I don't really remember. I'm, trying, I'm just trying to think of it, but yeah. But I guess from like the moment that you walk into that area, it's a planet that is canon, and everything that goes on on that planet and in the theme park is all canon. Okay. So I don't know if that means that like there's going to be stories going on while you're walking around. I have no or... idea. I don't know. It's going to be cool. We're going to have to someday go. Oh, definitely. I think what would be cool that I won't be surprised if they do is for the first several maybe weeks or something that, that when that theme park opens, they get all the actors to go. Yeah, kind of like how Johnny Depp just sometimes secretly just goes and yeah, hangs out on the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean ride. <laughs> yeah, just because he can. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that, though, because all the people who are reserving it right now are paying more money. I hope that just, like, it's the people hidden under Stormtrooper masks. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like, have you seen that video of, it was the second dude that played Spider-Man? I can't remember his name. Seth Tom Holland? No, before him. Oh, yeah, I don't remember his name. But that dude, when he's dressed up in a shitty Spider-Man mask and he's in Vegas, like, climbing up the wall. <laughs> he takes it someone off. Someone gives him a dollar and he's like, yes! He takes off his mask and he's like... <laughs> he was in Dunkirk, right? Did you ever yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was good as shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, though. Could you imagine, like, not knowing that it's <laughs> fucking a dude that played Spider-Man under the mask and you're just like, here's a dollar. Because he just takes it off and goes, yes! Hey, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, it should be cool though. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm in that Star Wars fever again. It's a good yeah. year for content. Yeah, I was watching New Hope the other night, but I fell asleep while watching it. I just, I just love whiny Luke. I'm not gonna hate him, but I, it's just funny. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah, just <laughs> so fucking whiny. Yep. And then I was like, this guy's the savior. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking so funny. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be good. I'm like, <clears throat> I hope we get a, a full trailer for the movie here soon. Yeah. Maybe on. Yeah, we'll it'll start sneaking some shit. Because yeah. it doesn't come out Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's funny that Star Wars Day is the day they have been releasing fucking Avengers and Marvel content. I was like, you guys fucked up. Yeah. You, you did it backwards. Disney's releasing Star Wars content on Christmas, which is cool, but they're like last year, didn't the Avengers come out on May 4th? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> come on, do it the 5th or something, you cucks. Yeah, you fucking assholes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know everyone's super excited for Endgame. I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I want to I watch it for sure. Yeah, I'm a little more stoked now because I hadn't watched any... I don't know. I Like I said, the first time I watched fucking other Avengers I fast forward through it a bunch just because I wanted to uh, it, it actually wasn't uh, I think just because the first time I just wanted to know shit so bad that I was like the random talking shit that is you know good to snow I was like fuck nope don't care don't care don't care to us but uh was it weird seeing Peter Dinklage as the biggest dwarf yeah it's so fucking funny just giant Peter Dinklage <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the movie uh, yeah, I think they're both Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I think it's gonna be cool because over at Chandler's they had on 
uh, something else, Captain America, and then such that. Um, Be hard to kill says on the point of canon law, the origin comes from decrees of the Pope in the twelfth century. Each Pope after could revise a decree, and it becomes the new canon law. Yeah, you're, you're actually right. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, true. There was. Think yeah. of the power. Think how fucking cool that would be to have so much power that you could create a revision as a pope mm-hmm. and it becomes canon. They're so funny. Of a religion. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of religion, we get it, Notre Dame. You vape. Oh, shit. <laughs> whole... I tweeted that and no one liked it. And I was like, fuck, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, fucking all of fucking France's destroyed right now though yeah all the rioting and shit yeah they said they're afraid to show a lot of that in america so they don't want to skin the ideas yeah makes sense <laughs> no it is sad about notre dame i mean just yeah, it's a fucking old the historical monument yeah i mean it's image. a beautiful beautiful cathedral it's the hunchback live there yeah priceless pieces of artwork and paperwork they, they said that they saved everything that's good so i'm just curious what is going to be if they'll be able to figure out what the reason was if this was an accident or if it was ill will you know it's kind of fucked up though <laughs> i said show some fucking respect because <laughs> the hunchback of notre dame you know that cut down? <laughs> show some fucking respect um Oh, what? I did not do that. Salty says, someone sent me a picture of Notre Dame with Photoshop Game of Thrones dragon blasting it. I saw that one online. That was pretty good. Someone was like, here's your Game of Thrones spoilers. And it was just the dragon blasting Notre Dame. Jesus. Um, I do... What was I saying? Oh, I do think one of the fucked up things right now is no one's covering that there is two mosques on fire as well. Oh, shit. So, uh... Those aren't historical monuments. One of them is. <laughs> yeah, one of them's, like, super old. Not according to us. Yeah, not according to us. You a Christian or not? <laughs> Keep those good those good Christian morals here. Yeah, we're trying to go to heaven. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> um, PR Kill says, in the case of Game of Thrones, Marsh... Martin is the Pope, since he wrote almost all the novel except one, Devastation. The book and the TV series, both are canon separately. Martin approved two different versions of his own creation. Okay. I know. George, good old George is quite the brilliant, brilliant mind. Lena says, I think some madam left there. Their bag it? Yeah. In the. I don't know what words those are. We miss. <laughs> I need new contacts. Right? I'm going to agree with you, though. Uh, Be Hardy Kills. I have to remind myself of that in my dark, in my dork pride for reading the books years ago and religiously watching and loving every deviation in the TV series. Yeah. That is the thing, right? Is they're both so good. I just can't even fucking read today. I'm like Westside today. Obviously, he can see it better than me today. Yeah, my eyes are doing good today. Yeah, not me. I have contacts in too, and I'm having trouble reading. 
Can't see shit. Time for an upgrade. Oh, a baguette is a long French bread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I got where you're going now. Someone left her bread in the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, I guess we can talk Game of Thrones now. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to give you guys a spoiler alert right now. We're going to talk about last night's episode of Game of Thrones. If you have not watched last night's episode of Game of Thrones... You don't want spoilers. You may want to mute or come back in 25 minutes. I want you to stay here because we like those views because we're greedy little boys. But if you haven't seen it and you want to see it and you don't want to hear anything about it, move along. (laughs) Move along, sir. (laughs) Move along. These aren't the droids you're looking for. So do you, could you fuck in front of a dragon? In front of one? Hell yeah, I could. That's an ultimate power move. I'm staring that son of a bitch in the eyes. Put up text on screen. Oh yeah, we could put it in the background as spoiler. Just for the anyone who comes in. Okay, shit. We'll just type it on Google. Spoiler alert. wonder if there's one for Game of Thrones if you type in GOT at the end. There we go. Spoilers are coming. Perfect. Oh, it's a gift too. Oh, even better. It's like we got yeah, we got. Oh shit! Where's control? Look how sad he is. It's so cold. I mean, actually, let me go back. So I guess <laughs> I got. <laughs> there we go. That'll do. Sorry, I just checked. You can kind of see, right? Or should I do a different one? No, that works. Yeah, I like that. I guess I can just do this. Spoilers are coming. There you go. Perfect. Just so you guys can kind of see <laughs> that that's... We're going to do some spoilers. There we go. So, yeah. I could fuck in front of a dragon. Yeah. Definitely could. See, like, um, yeah, so everyone listening, I was trying to watch it, but my internet was so bad that it wasn't buffering. So I pretty much got to where Arya and um, Jon Snow were reunited. And I was like, well, I mean, I should just literally end the series here. <laughs> That's all you watch? <laughs> well, just because I know how this season's going to fucking go. Yeah. So I might as well end it on a good note. If I just think that that's how it happens, you know, it ends on a plausible, like a... Yeah, you you end up on top. You don't end yeah. up in the fucking gutters. They're finally reunited. And... <laughs> they it. give a nice hug. Yeah. That whole scene was hilarious, though. Because she's all like... Or John's like, have you had to use it? And he's like, a couple times? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. She's a little uh, serial killer psychopath now. But... <laughs> so, and so on Reddit, since it's right now, there's the main thing that just pops over the top. It says, vote who's going to win the Iron Throne. And I did no one. Like, nobody's going to win. And it's so funny because they're like, you guys don't realize you picked the best one because either everyone's going to die or Arya's going to win and still technically no one won. <laughs> right? I uh, So I posted on our Facebook. I was like, what's your Game of Thrones like ideas or predictions? <laughs> That's heartburn waiting to happen. Yep. One person had a good one that was 
I was reading a couple of them. She's been on the show, Caitlin, if you're watching. Shout outs. Good predictions. But the idea that Daenerys is going to die during childbirth because she's not supposed to have kids anymore. The baby's going to survive. John's going to die in battle. And then for some reason or the other, Jamie and will take over and Davos will raise the kid. Huh. I was like, I like Davos. He's a good fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> the John Arya moment. So this is what uh, Be Hard to Kill says. The John Arya moment is the absolute best yeah. we could ever hopeful for ending. <laughs> yeah. It's a good place to stop for sanity. Sake. Yeah, it is. If I just ended there, because then I'm like, that's good. Yeah, that's a great. This is a great show. Way to wrap Finally, it up. Finally, the whole reason I kept watching Game of Thrones to see if fucking Jon Snow was ever going to see his fucking family again. Her, I think she had the best scenes because when she was in the blacksmith yeah. and she saw the hound and uh, Gendry or whatever his yeah. name is, and <laughs> the hound just pretty much, yeah, you fucking cunt, and then walks <laughs> off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. was just so funny because she's basically seen half the fucking cast at some point. Yeah. So, like, it was just funny when she's standing off to the side and then John yeah. and then the fucking hound. And <laughs> Everyone. She's, just, <laughs> she's like, hey, I know all these people. Do you know what I think is going to happen now? For, like, real though? I think Sansa is going to do some shady stuff to... Because she is not, like, Daenerys. Yeah, I mean, it's just the... Game of Thrones away. Yeah, I... And that's the thing is, Sansa's I don't a think character. she likes John either, because she likes their power. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think she is extremely... She likes being the... The head bitch. What, the, what do they call her? The something in the north that... Lady of the North. Yeah, the Lady of the North. She still technically would be unless John got married, but like, damn. I think the. No, I agree with you. I think she's gonna play some cards. I was telling Forrest here before we started that, yeah, exactly. That it was a dynamic that I didn't even think about because you kind of forget stuff. But Daenerys is going to absolutely hate Jamie. Because he was the cause of her whole entire life struggle, right? Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, that's rough. I was watching it with my family, and you see Jamie roll up, and he takes his head off. And like, like mid episode, I look over to my dad, and I'm like, "Damn, it's gonna be awkward if the first person he sees is Brand." Yeah, <laughs> and then it pans over, and Brand's just fucking sitting in the wheelchair, just looking at him, just like, like oh, he has been all episode, just fucking gangster <laughs> looking at books. Yeah. I still don't know where they're going to go with this Night King thing, because yeah. if it's him, I don't know. And he's saying a whole bunch of weird stuff. I did like the connection that... So, I read it somewhere. This isn't me remembering stuff, but last time Ned Stark and Jon Snow talked, Ned told him, next time we see each other, I'll tell you more about your mom. And then it happened to be, and this just is kudos to George and the whole crew yeah. that he was in the cave next to Ned Stark, you know, paying homage to him. Yeah. And that's when he gets told oh, who his mother is. Oh, shit. And that little part, I was like, that's so well done. Yeah. You know. So okay. Be Hard to Kill says, I think that the hound scene was an exchange of loudness and mutual respect, or fondness and mutual respect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With Arya, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, it's not just a fucking hound. He's, yeah. He likes, 
he likes Arya, like. Yeah, though... he's showing he's showing the most emotions the Hound can show. Yeah, what did he call? He's like, you're a crazy bit or something. Yeah, you're you're a cruel bitch or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I, I mean, that was kind of the. I loved their dynamic together because you could tell how much he liked her. Yeah. Oh man, do you know what I thought it was cool? The fucking gnarly ass scene of the kid with the fucking like body arm, yeah. arm and leg spirals. Because you're not supposed to be able to show kids like in that manner on TV. It's like it's Game of Thrones, baby. But they just this fucking kid with would he have no arms or legs, right? Yeah. And then just fucking. Oh, no, he had an arm because he had a knife. He was trying to, oh, fucking, yeah. trying to get some pokes in, man. Yeah, because the fucking doom-ass, sh- satanic spiral of limbs that surrounded that fucking kid. Funny enough, that scene actually made me jump. I watch fucking horror shit all the time, and I never get jumped. And I just hear this fucking... <laughs> and I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> But uh, everyone's talking about that that little, like, satanic-looking thing has been in the show other times. And it was in season three they found out, like, past the wall, they found a body in the middle and, like, arms and legs okay, doing just it. that spiral thing. And then when John and Daenerys are looking in that cave, there's a painting that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. But we don't know. Some people online are saying that it goes back to the Children of the Forest. Okay. But that doesn't give any answers. Yeah. So, VR to Kill... Yeah, that's weird then. But BR Kill says, we're still missing Brienne and Padre. Are they just late for their arrival traveling from King's Landing? No, they were in it. You saw both of them. Brienne and Padre were all in the background in multiple scenes. Then, <coughs> the one that has poor Braun, not Bran, Braun. The, oh, yeah, that's an interesting. Wasn't, I don't think he'll do it, but the Cersei was trying to get him to kill her brothers. Yeah. And the one dude was telling her, look what she did to me. And could you imagine if you took out the brothers or something that, you know, but so I don't know. I don't think he'll do it. Maybe Jamie, I could see him, but I don't think he can kill Tyrion or maybe he kills Tyrion because it's fucking game of Thrones. I don't know, but we'll see it down. Yeah. Google it really quick. Be hard to kill. I'm pretty positive that they, we're just in the background. Like they didn't highlight them or anything. I can look too. Um, I agree with you. I. That's not. Yeah, I think so. If I want to do images or what you need to know. Episode 2 preview? Oh, shit. That was probably the one they just showed after the... Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's how you spell it. Oh. Oh, but yeah, maybe she wasn't. They really want to know what happened to Brianna Tarth in the season 8 premiere. I was pretty positive that I saw her in the background. Uh, I don't remember seeing her, but... Hmm. Game of Thrones fans really want to know what yeah what happened to Brienne of Tarth. Huh. <laughs> I'm not being a dick. I'm just passionate. <laughs> yeah, we know you're not. Oh no, no no! I didn't think you were a dick at all. No. No, for sure we just have. I thought maybe I saw it. Damn. Hmm. I'm stoked that. <laughs> yeah, 
I always forget about the fucking priest dude that with the fire sword. Yeah. I don't get what he's got going on, really. I think he's going to do some... I think he's going to do some another revive. I think they're holding him around. Right. Because isn't he the dude that kept reviving? He yeah. kept getting brought back. Was it him? He's died like seven times. I thought it, he was... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. him. Okay. I was thinking opposite. I think it, I was, for some reason, thinking he's the one that was... I forgot. Because, yeah, because they're like... Your priest's gone. Can... Yeah. Damn. Well, and that's the thing. When is Melisandre going to show up? Yeah, that's true. Is she? Yeah. I don't know. Patrick, yeah. <laughs> we should just call him Big Dick of the Seven Seas. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick was laying all the pipe. The drunk guy was the reviver. Yeah, I forgot. I was thinking opposite for some reason. I forgot that, yeah. I shouldn't know by his goddamn eye patch. Yeah, if you did you be hard to kill? Did you watch the the sneak peek of episode two? Because there was some interesting stuff in that. And Sandre will be back. I, I imagine she has to be. There's gonna. It's so much stuff to fit in six episodes, but they're going to obviously. Yeah, they're gonna be longer. Yeah, there's one of them is uh, they're all different. So that that one was forty five minutes, I think right and then i think there's one that's an hour and a half yeah so there's gonna be probably i think this probably the season finale is probably obviously gonna be the longest episode Mm -hmm. but i know that every episode varied in length which is funny and yeah i was watching a video on youtube too of the cast talking about like their them being in you know game of thrones it's funny because half of them like you have to watch it. I'll send you the link. It's super cool. I'm talking about it. And like a couple of them hadn't ever acted before in their life. And then all of a sudden their role is a big person in goddamn Game of Thrones. Right. The funniest is just Amelia Clark because she's like so like bubbly and like just this fucking she's like seems like she'd be kind of weird but I don't know cool like <coughs> fun person to hang out with but it's just like She's just saying stuff, and it's just weird, you know? I've seen her in different roles, obviously. Other yeah. Than, but just her actual personality, like, you're just like, God damn it, she's just playing this fucking... She is really weird. Yeah. But that good kind of weird. Yeah, definitely. Uh, BRD Kill says, I bet my life that it won't be like the last episode of Lost. I sure hope not. I did not watch all of Lost, but I heard the last episode of Lost was extremely disappointing. Yeah, yeah Denair, <coughs> or Amelia Clark was... 22 when she started the show yeah so Arya should started yeah. at 11 now she's yeah it's funny seeing the pictures of them all young even uh kit harrington like yeah. all of them they're they're so young Little young boys i mean clark still just looks the same age yeah she got lucky with that young looks like this boy yeah. you can't tell them too young to buy fucking things <laughs> but yeah this episode two little teaser was interesting because it does look like it's popping off already in the next episode yeah i knew it's it's gonna start shit's gonna go i don't know what it is because it just they didn't show anything but you start seeing everyone like panic and run outside and they're all shocked yeah so either i mean that could mean multiple things cunty pirate of the seven seas is hey man that's your on Greyjoy to you, boy. <laughs> He's taking over. Fucking Cersei. I like how he got to pipe down. Yeah. That's the highlight. Just by being a dick. <laughs> He's just an arrogant asshole and he got to pipe the queen. 
I'm about it. I mean, it's you so gotta do what you gotta do. I'm just glad the homeboy, I don't even remember what his real name is, though. Theon? Yeah. Theon's actually gonna go, I think he's gonna make up for all the mistakes he made. And yeah. I think that she's gonna, his sister, I don't remember her name's gonna show up later, I think, again. Yeah, and I imagine. Because she's gone back to reclaim the Iron Islands, and I think she's gonna show up with maybe be in charge of the Iron Fleet again. Well, I thought her statement was kind of interesting. Like, if Daenerys needs to retreat, she needs somewhere that she can go. Yeah. Well, Queen or however she yeah. addressed it. And I was like, that's an interesting thing because for all we know, they could just fucking get destroyed. Yeah. That's the thing about this show is like, the White Walkers could just show up and just fucking destroy them. Yeah. That's I don't know. There's so much going on that it's going to be really crazy where they go next. Like... Man, I don't know. She hired those assholes to come, but obviously. Oh, the Golden Compass. Dudes yeah, the Golden Compass. But I like how they're. It showed that they're just not the hype that they're. Because yeah. they don't have their elephants or anything. So I think. I think it was kind of foreshadowing that they're. Not going to be. They're not all that shit. I think that the Unsullied could give them the smoke. Oh, definitely. So. I did like uh, more handsome Jamie. That the character is like the captain. Oh yeah, he just looks like a more handsome Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> a strong chinned feller. Jamie is one of the best character developments of characters I've liked in any show ever. I he's, agree. He starts off with this fucking blonde haired prince charming asshole from fairy tales, and now he's just you can't hate Jamie. I don't know. I, yeah, no, you can't. I agree with you. I was saying the same thing. I'm like, I, I don't know a character in the show that has a more, like, redeemable past. Like, yeah. He went from potentially being, like, same level of cunty as Xerxes yeah. to, like, he's one of my favorites, yeah, honestly. I, I like him a lot, yeah. He may have did some stuff that, you know, isn't the best, but... His ultimate revenge. Giving his sister... The, the the dick down forcibly on her dead son's <laughs> fucking corpse next to it, which is also his son. But <laughs> that's a power move. Yeah, that's that's really showing who's in Fuck charge. Fuck you, Joffrey, and your fucking yeah. It was Joffrey, what wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, that might have been Tommen. I can't remember. I don't know. Him. I don't know. He was just a nice guy, but a real bitch. So, be hard to kill. Says I really dig. Cuburn? Clyburn? Clyburn? I'm not sure. That's... Which one is that? I just imagine he sees everyone as a subject for a su- Oh, the, the, yeah, I gotcha. That's, oh, yeah. The, I, I didn't even know what his name was. Me neither. Because his character, I mean, he said what? Like 50 words the whole show? Yeah. He just does all this fucked up stuff. It, like, make the, the mountain? Yeah. Now it's the. No landslide. I, I just like I just like when the hound saw him again. She just walks up to him, but it's obviously I don't know if there's anything left of the mountain still in there. Last season. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just fucking. There's just this giant meeting going on. He just fucking <laughs> interrupts the walk up there. It's gonna be. I mean, they're gonna fight for sure. The funniest is that interview I was saying about all the cast talking about it. Um, the dude that plays the hound, he's like. 
what am I excited? He's like, am I excited? He's like, only one reason I'm excited for Game of Thrones to be over. He's like, having half a fucking beard for half the year. Because <laughs> he like has a nice beard, yeah. but it's just shaved to there for the effects. So his beanie, he just wears down to there. But he fucking lifts it up and it just fucking shaved right there. It's like, grow a fucking beard on the other half of my face. I like him. He's a... He's Scottish, I think. Yeah, he's in Hot Fuzz. Was he? He's the fucking, like, goofy... Type in the hound and hot fuzz, and you know exactly what I mean. And you're gonna laugh when you realize <laughs> who he is. <coughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yorp. <laughs> God damn it. Totally agree about. To be hard to kill, says, totally agree about Jamie. It was really all about his father detachedly using him as a pawn and being pussy whipped by his sister. Once he figured it all out and hung with Brienne, he turned it out. Yeah, exactly. And and I love the dynamic that he has with his brother. Yeah. Because you know that they both, they just want to sit there and have game, like play games and talk about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But he has to like save face because of his sister. Right. So be hard to kill. I'm curious, you know, there's a lot of rumors circulating about what's going to happen. Do you think one of the most popular ones right now is Tyrion is going to betray everybody to help Cersei because he feels he feels super responsible for all of her all of the horror that's happened to her. And then at the end of season 7 when um, Tyrion saw John and Daenerys fuck. He looked like he was like motherfuckers, mm-hmm. like like mad. But this time, it didn't seem like he was acting. Like when he was like, they do make a handsome couple. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem. It's that seemed genuine that he right. thought that. So I don't know. I just didn't know what that was about because it's it's obviously everything is <coughs> in Game of Thrones is shown for a reason. Yeah, they don't just put in filler. So. Cause yeah, I watched the I still watched the season finale before the new episode, and yeah, that whole scene is very dark. Cause he like the lighting's dark. Mm-hmm. He looks super agitated and pissed off. Like you just something seems off, and you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And when he goes and talks with Xerxes, right? You know, he's all like, "Well, command the mountain or whatever to kill me. Like, do it right now." And yeah. she doesn't. You don't hear the rest of their conversation. Mm-hmm. And then he walks out and he's been protesting that she's going to show up and, you know, help. Yeah. Which, through whatever whatever the thing's called, we know that she's not. Mm. <coughs> so, yeah. is I, he working with her? I don't know. He could be. But I still have Jamie. Man, more Jamie. I still have how he fucking, he's like, wait, you're not going to help him? Well, fuck you. Yeah. He chose the, he CTR'd that shit, chose the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a lot this second episode, more telling, because obviously he knows that, what her plan is. Yep. So, he's going to tell them about it. A prob- I, we might find out what happens between Daenerys and John, and John being the true king, um... It, yeah, because that was the interesting thing, right? Because was it Sam that said, 
you bent the knee to her. Or oh, yeah, will she do the same for you? Because he's technically yeah. next in line. And I, <sighs> but this, he doesn't give a shit about titles right now, though. No. So I'm just wondering if he's just not going to tell her. That's the thing, right? Because every time he talks, he's like, this is all bullshit. Why are we talking about politics? We're all going to die yeah, in like he doesn't, two days. So I don't know. I wonder if she'll just try to find out and maybe she'll betray him. But God, yeah, that's the thing with Game of Thrones. It's fucking... We're going to find out in the next five weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's there's so much potential of backstabbery and fuckery and... Yeah, it's Game of Thrones, so you know it's going to be some true fucked up stuff that happens. But... Oh, yeah, because none of this is going to go happily. Yeah, because we don't have another season coming, which is where all the happy revenge comes from. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to... If we want happy revenge, it has to happen now. Yeah. <laughs> is there any revenge that you want to see? Obviously, we all want to see Xerxes get killed, I think. Yeah, I think she's a real of... bitch, but... I don't know. I'm just more... Is it... I don't... I don't. Why does everyone hate the White Walkers? What have they done wrong? They're just white and they walk. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to get fucked up by those fools. Then. Yeah. Um, Br to kill says there are so many theories. I've read them. I never read them. No, I never read them. Or read them. Oh yeah, I gotcha. I never watched the behind the scenes stuff. The stories, novels, and TV series is one of the few things that are absolutely captivating, seductive, and true. A capism for harsh reality. I want to see each episode as it comes out. I don't want to break this spell. Oh, yeah. I agree with you for sure. Yeah, I like making the guesses, though. Yeah, the Tyrion on the boat. Yeah, because he sent, seemed like... Off-put. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a jealousy thing. Like, did he love Daenerys? I don't know. Because I never got that vibe from him. I, I don't know. It seemed like he kind of digged her. But I don't know. I don't know if that throws off his plans. I don't know what that meant. Cause... Well, and then there was him, Varys, and Davos talking about oh, yeah. pretty much building a democracy. Yeah, and getting those two together. To... Yeah. And I could kind of see that, right? I mean, you have those two be the monarchy, but then you have the democracy behind it. Exactly. Because, yeah, they're like, we've always had a king or a queen, but we've never had. Like, like a couple power yeah. power couple, <sighs> a power aunt and that, that's the thing is it, that's or aunt and, aunt and or uncle and niece yeah uncle no and it's niece. opposite it's aunt and nephew she's his aunt technically is that what it is yeah because her dad let's see I think yeah right I don't know I just know that he's yeah they're related I yeah. think it's I think she's his aunt. But because he's the man, he's the heir. I don't know. I Cause, can't remember. Because, yeah, the Mad King's sister was John's mom. So the cousin? I don't know, but yeah. No, the Mad King's brother was John's dad. Lyanna Stark. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, is his mom. So, yeah, so. But regardless, yeah. It's a fucking incest power couple. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's going to be interesting if they do have a baby. Ooh. <laughs> I hope that's the turn I want, Game of Thrones. It comes out all deformed. <laughs> it comes out, hold the door. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. I want it to be like one-eyed and fucking look like goddamn 
Sully and not Sully, uh, Mike Lazowski and Monster Zine. I want to look like Beetlejuice. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Be Hard to Kill says the only revenge moments I wanted have already happened. Ramsey, yeah, yeah Littlefinger, pretty much. And uh, Danny as Jon Snow's out. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then the phrase was the revenge one that I wanted really bad. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, he got fed his own kids. Yeah, dumb idiot. <laughs> that's so. That's so fucking metal. <laughs> what if he's just pie? like? What if he's just like delicious? <laughs> there more of this in the back. Yeah, I better make some more goddamn kids because this is bomb. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think all the revenge. I, I think Arya... <clears throat> this is the thing that's weird, right? Is Arya going to stick around? I think she really wants to kill Cersei. I think, yeah, I think she's going to bail out and just be like, hey, you know, I kind of got my own plans. Maybe she goes with the Hound again. Maybe. Because I don't think the Hound's going to stick around. Yeah. Or she just becomes Jon Snow's protector. I don't know. There's going to be so much... The oh, yeah. phrase, fucking awesome. Yeah, the phrase was one of the best scenes in this whole show. That fucking moment was just... Yeah. They had it coming. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Little cum butts. Little, little baby cum butts. I don't know, yeah, there's so much, man. I have no idea what's gonna happen. This is gonna be the first main character to die. Or, like, named character. Fuck, um... You think they're just gonna hit us with... I think Jamie's gonna die next episode. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna come in there, and Daenerys is gonna figure out who he is. And I think he's gonna be like, "No, listen, I'm here to help. I'm here to fucking be on your guys' side. This is what's going on. She's not gonna believe him. Maybe that's when Brianna Tar shows up to, or may, maybe they maybe Brianna Tar shows up and gives him." Gives tells everyone that he's a good guy or something. I don't yeah. know. I think he might die first. I think Samuel Tully, whatever his last name is, gonna do some secret stuff since he found out that bitch killed his. That girl. one was actually kind of fucked up. Yeah, I kind of forgot that that's who she Lit executed. On fire alive, <laughs> yeah, burned alive with her dragon. But I don't know. Like she was honest with him, but she didn't tell John about that. So, but she wouldn't know that John and Sam were friends. Yeah. So to her, it was just another roasting. Yeah, but obviously he didn't know, and so maybe he will find out he's king and like, bitch. Yeah, listen here. I don't know. The other thing that they've talked about that I think is going to play a big role is the fact that they don't have any food. Mm-hmm. So. And then dragons munch. Yeah, those dragons like, are hungry. But they say, like, eight horses and six goats. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of fucking animals. Yeah, and they're like, and she's like, oh, they're not eating much. <laughs> and they're and Aaron's like, yeah. talking about they ate all the livestock. Man, but when he was on that fucking dragon, I could just feel the fear my like through myself. Like, what the fuck you hold on to? And, yeah. Like doing that drop off while like not having seatbelt. Like <laughs> you're so just scary. holding on to horns. Like, what? oh god. <laughs> uh, Be hard to kill. Says Arya grew up. And out of her selfish obsessions, she told John that she was all about the family. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I think she'll be very careful of selfish side ventures and focus on larger picture for yeah. what's... That's a good point. Maybe she'll kill John. I'm kind of... 
Man, that's fucked up. <laughs> well, because that's the thing right now that I notice a lot is, you know, Santa and her are very like, hey, remember your family, right? Yeah. I wonder if they... And Damn. now they find out he's not fam. What if that's the way the show fucking goes and those two plot against... Damn, we could be going. Because, I mean, I mean, if we're talking toughest people in the show, Arya's up there. Yeah. I mean, that was the joke. Like, how'd you sneak up on me? Yeah. She could probably fucking kill anybody there. Yeah, that was foreshadowing. Damn. That would suck, man. Salty Frank says, riding dragons takes thunder thighs. <laughs> grip that fucking son the grip. of a bitch. The Targaryens used to have saddles for their dragons. It's badass they're riding bareback, right? <laughs> yeah. You gotta be careful, bareback, man. It's like how he's like, you ruined horses for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they fucked. Man, a lot of, just to kid you, all those people, even though it was when he was like, oh shit, just by seeing John, everyone was like, seeing him ride a dragon, like, oh shit. Oh lord. Homeboy's on a motherfucking <laughs> dragon now. Glad he's on our team. <laughs> Yeah, like, all right, King of the North, you're back. Yeah, he's back. Sansa, <laughs> skedaddle on out of here. You riding dragons or not, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think... This is what's interesting about the show is I don't think I'm going to be happy with anything that happens, but it's going to be so good. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I'm going to like any, any of the events that occur, but it's going to be so well done that you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Do you think it'll be the first big show in history that doesn't have a happy ending? Yeah. One of them. I don't know. I can't think of another one, but there's got to be another one. I mean, Breaking Bad wasn't a happy ending. Yeah. But that wasn't necessarily a, hey, fuck you, butt ending. Yeah. I don't know if we'll find out. I got to pee real quick. It's a good point, Be Hard to Kill. Hmm. She can kill anyone and everyone easily, but only everyone that is of the living. I'm curious too if she's gonna use her um use her faceless god power or whatever it's called. Or if he or if what's his butt's gonna show up. Or if he's there already pretending to be someone else. That's the one part about Game of Thrones that I find really interesting, but slightly frustrating is um i forgot his name the dude who showed aria the faceless god is i think it's super interesting that he could have been multiple characters throughout the show you know a lot of people think that he was definitely the guy teaching her sword fighting early on but i also dislike the portion of that show because you never truly know because they don't give you all the information if that makes sense. Such a problem. All these lights on. I'm not used to it. Well, you such a fucking hoe. Well, I dislike it. <laughs> what did Kai say? Oh, it's that guy again. He sent you a guy? Is he trying to touch? Tiago just laughs at that guy laughing. <laughs> Damn Diego. <laughs> Why did you send me a fin, Salty? Spoiler. <clears throat> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Uh, so Be Hard to Kill says, I think this is one of the few shows that will won't disappoint. Sure, great characters are going to die, and a lot of them, but I don't think we'll be disappointed in mm. how it ends and if they lose against the Walkers. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying, is I definitely think for who I enjoy as characters, I don't think it's going to be a happy thing, but as a show, I think it's going to end very well. Mm. Yeah, that's what everyone said. Uh, all the cast is like, you're going to enjoy... Or it's... If... They didn't say, but they're like, it's a good last season. Yeah. I also like that the, it's going to have the longest battle sequence of any movie or TV show. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like that idea? Right. And another thing about the dude that plays the hound, he was talking. He's like, I only really paid attention to my script and stuff, not really what else was going on in the show. He's like, so I was watching it as it was coming out. And he's like, that fucking Red Wedding, man. He's like, it got me. And he's in the goddamn show. I think I was saying that so that. Can I see what you say? Yeah, of course. Thanks. Well, so, should we move away from Game of Thrones? I think we got a good... Yeah, we can switch up for... That was a good segment for you know, what we saw. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think that covers pretty much where everyone's head's at for this week. I think next week, as long as... If, if internets are working for you and stuff, I would like to come in on Sunday and just do a Game of Thrones... Yeah. quick thing maybe we could do a watch along yeah yeah I think that'd be fun yeah wait can you watch it live anywhere with your Xfinity I'll look into that okay cause if not I don't know I wouldn't be able to, I didn't get the Showtime thing I might or HBO I might get it this time mm-hmm. it's only a week free trial you get but I could just get it for this week, I guess, and then we could just watch it right when it comes out. Yeah, okay. yeah, if it's free, might as well do that. Right. And then we'll just go to Hulu on the computer, and we can hopefully, if, as long as the internet's good to watch and right. Right. do that, we can do a watch along and then do an afterwards discussion. Mm-hmm. I like that. Be cool. So last thing here for Game of Thrones, Be Hard to Kill says, yeah, the faceless guy and that whole scene was a mystery. At the same time, Arya would never had been allowed to leave the temple of the faceless god with her new skills somehow she has an an exception in the eyes of that guy and allowed to leave maybe well not when you walked out that's what i was saying is one of my favorite slash least favorite parts is the faceless god because you know that guy we don't know he could be anybody anytime in the show yeah which is crazy you could just yeah, John Snow for all we fucking know. But at the flip side of that, it's kind of frustrating because they haven't gave us anything. Yeah, where should we put? Oh, Gypsy. Huh? Where should we put the background now? Um, do you want me to read that one? Yeah, let's move to that. That sounds fun. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Mild shock. Oh, you can't see it, but I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny, but. I some... like that. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> we'll see if we can find sounds. Fucking Patrick Stewart. Um, horror. Not horror, horror. What did you call me? My horror wife. Oh, that kind of works. Cause... Oh, yeah, that's relevant. It's not about him, what I'm going to tell you, but. Before you start, I'm going to go. Get a little bit of that agua. Sounds good, partner. Listen here, I'm going to give you a howdy and then a howdy. Let me pull that up while we're looking. 
Uh, BR Kill says, I highly recommend SNL's Leslie Jones watching Game of Thrones with Seth Myers if you haven't seen it. Hilarious. I'll watch it for sure. I shall check it out. I need to pull up my... You looking for some fun? Favorites. Where's... How do I... I can't remember how to get to my favorites. Oh, right here. Um, okay, here we go. So what I'm going to read you is from ranker.com and it is a it's called the legendary scottish family that allegedly killed and cannibalized 11 or not 11 1000 innocent people so that's what this is i'm just going to read it to you guys hopefully it's not picking up frequency from my phone because i can't hear i'll try to put my phone over here <coughs> gotta get my reading voice on it's a little bit long so Bear with me, guys. Alrighty. To call the story of the cannibalistic Sonny Bean clan history would be a bit of a misnomer. Folktales or propaganda would be more appropriate descriptions. While there are to be some truth of legend, also known as Alexander Bean, so instead of Sonny Bean, his story does not have enough basis in the fact of considered... So, it doesn't have enough to be true. Nonetheless, he's still an impactful figure. Widely considered to be the real story behind Hills Have Eyes... Um, and maybe a product of propaganda, even if it didn't exist, or if he, this guy didn't exist, Sonny Bean, um, exactly as the tale suggests, his story is no less significant, especially in his native land. So tells say that Sonny Bean was the leader of a Scottish clan sometime between the 1200s and the 1500s. As legend goes, he led his family to murder and cannibalize more than a thousand victims. The idea of the family of the killers who ambushed victims in prior horror film and fodder, and while the clan itself might not be historically cannibals, they're still sometimes made out to be. They're still relevant as mythic characters. So this section is called, Sonny Bean left his life work for a life of crime. As the story goes, Alexander Sonny Bean was born to be honest ditch-digging and hedging family, tired of manual labor, and looking for easy way out, Sonny left his family business along with a woman named, according to the stories, Black Agnes Douglas. Hold on. Thank you, Be Hard to Kill. We'll see you around. We yeah. appreciate you chatting with us about Game of Thrones. Yeah, later, dude. Together, they moved into a cave somewhere in the southwest southwestern coast of Scotland between Girvin and Bal Ballantrae. They lived the rest of their lives. Isolated from society and refusing to work, Sonny and Douglas allegedly survived by ambushing twenty or ambushing travels for twenty-five years. Black Agnes was believed to be a witch. Hmm. Bean reportedly left his life of a laborer behind around the time he entered a relationship with Agnes Douglas. While much of their life before the relationship was a mystery, one of the key points of the legend is that after they got together, Douglas was accused of being a witch in the East. Oh, East um, Lothian, Scotland. When Bean and Douglas left their home, it was much because they were no longer wanted to work as a living because both of them were rejected by society. As Bean's father was allegedly abusive and Douglas was accused of human sacrifice and conjuring demons. Shit. I'm gonna drink some water, guys. Fucking... Try mouth from the booze. Okay. Sonny Bean and his clan robbed travelers on a nearby road. Though Bean retreated from a life of honest work, living wasn't free. To make ends meet, he and his girlfriend, for lack of better words, ambushed passerbys 
on a nearby road to maintain the secret that the whereabouts of Bean and Douglas had to get rid of the bodies, which they could do by tossing them off a nearby cliff, or Bean discovered turning them into a food source. Cannibalism became a um, let's see. Oh, it became a part of the Bean Clan lifestyle, gruesome but effective means of both sustenance and hiding them from authorities. Sunny Bean's cave provided plenty of room for a growing family. The cave where Sunny Bean clan allegedly lived wasn't a hole in the cliff's face. It was a network of tunnels supposedly extended for miles. So like I said, kind of like in Hills Have Eyes. like, So it sounds like giving him and Douglas plenty of room to live and expand their family. Even better for purposes, the fact that the cave was flooded during high tide make it an unlikely place for people to live. And thus a place for those searching for reported thousands of victims wouldn't bother to check. Because of its size, hidden nature, Bean Clan was able to grow to almost 50 people strong, all of them aside Bean and Douglas related to one another. <laughs> so, a whole lot of incest. Yeah, a whole lot of fucking... Which, yeah, this is exactly kind of like the story of Hills of Eyes besides the nuclear radiation. Yeah. The Bean Clan was almost 50 inbred, fa- <laughs> 50 inbred family members strong, So, like we were saying. <laughs> Inside their caves, Bean and Douglas had a time and space to start having children. And have the children they did. According to legend, they had eight sons and six daughters, uninhabited by social morals. Um, They were murderers, thieves, cannibals. After all, those sons and daughters had 18 grandsons and 14 granddaughters with one another as well, well as their own parents. So the parents were... What's up, Byron Chef? The parents were fucking the kids. The kids were fucking each other. So. It's just a whole lot of family fucking in this being incest cannibalistic family. Um, fornification and procreation is a central thread and tapestry of the horror woven by the story of Sonny Bean's clan. It's not only considered of criminals of the worst kind, but inbred children likely to be born very young parents who lived among their own cave for 25 years. Jesus. So the Bean clan... Pickled human meat to preserve it. It wasn't out. It was just muted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they pickled the fucking human meat to save it for later. If the legends are factual, Sonny Bean Clan would have killed an average of 40 people per year. That's a lot of meat, even for 45 people. It's said that they preserved what they couldn't eat by pickling it and salting it, the leftovers. Not everything stayed in their food stores, however. Preserved body parts were said to wash up on nearby shores, giving local towns some idea of the fates of their missing loved ones. Oh, Jesus Christ. God. Innkeepers often took to the blame of the missing children, or blame for the missing Bean Clan victims. So, Sonny Bean's murders didn't go unnoticed. Even nobody knew the culprit. In fact, the innkeepers were often accused of murdering and of the missing people. Since they were the last known to have seen them alive, as rumors went, innkeepers robbed and murdered guests. So they had an inn, which is crazy. Likely while they were sound asleep, because these rumors threatened business, many innkeepers were forced to... Oh, so no, the innkeepers were accused of the Mm -hmm. killings. Okay. Because these rumors were threatened business, many innkeepers were forced to quit their professions and move away, which was a significant undertaking at the time. Sonny Bean was caught after botching the murder of a married couple. Let's see. What? Goddamn, Salty. 
Salty Frank says, well, pickle my ass and call me Dill. That's messed up. <laughs> um, through their macabre, macabre, whatever that word is, crimes went on for 25 long years and Sonny Bean's clan resigned. The terror eventually came to an end. According to the legend, the clan attacked a married couple returning from a fair and killed the woman, but the man fought back. In some versions of the story, he had a sword and or pistol. In others, he had a horse he used to plow through the attackers. Whatever the weapons or however he escaped, he notified others of the clan's location near the cave. After 25 years, Sunny Bean clan was exposed and the investigation began. A king led the manhunt against Bean. With an estimated of a thousand people killed by Sonny Bean Clan, bringing those responsible to justice was a very big deal. That's why King James the first, and allegedly got involved. So, one of the kings. They don't really know for sure because they don't know the, for sure the story. As the story goes, the king himself led four hundred soldiers to the site of the botched murder, using bloodhounds to find the cave where the clan was hiding. Even the 48-person Bean family wasn't enough to take on 400 soldiers. The clan was subsequently arrested. The clan was brutally executed, obviously. Considering the sadistic nature of the Sonny Bland's, or Bland, Sonny Bean's clan's crimes, it's no surprise their execution was exceptionally violent. Given the amount of bodies found in the cave, there was no trial. The entire clan was put to death the day after they arrived in Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh, yeah, Edinburgh. The men were disem dis dismembered and left to bleed to death while the women watched, and the women were buried as witches. Oh, shit. The Bean Clan showed no sign of remorse. The Bean Clan didn't show much remorse for the crimes. After all, the children and grandchildren of the family, all raised in the environment, were incest, murder, and cannibalism. So, yeah, that's just their everyday life. At the execution, while... Watching their family members tortured and killed, the Bean Clan cursed and spat obscenities at the executioners. It said Bean continues to repeat it, it isn't over, it will never be over, until he died. One of the Bean's daughters escaped and was given, oh, and then was hanged by a town, so she got away. A legend within the legend, the story of Elsif, so their names are Elsif, Elsif, yeah. They got dumb names because they're incest. Um, <laughs> A Sonny Bean clan member who supposedly left the group and tried to live a normal life. She moved to a nearby town called Girvin and planted a tree near her new home, which came to be called the Harry Tree. When the Bean clan was arrested, her past came to light. Elsif, or Elspif, whatever her fucking name is, was hung from the Harry Tree despite her desire to escape her terrible past. So she was fucking killed by the own tree she planted that's fucking crazy so during the time all the stories that were going on they weren't able to prove them right until king whatever Tell, showed up and yeah found the bodies in the cave or such uh, allegedly so all this story is potential folklore yeah it could be folklore. but there's stuff that's written about it yeah gotcha there's tons it's not 100% confirmed but there's so many stories that in different versions that something happened something yeah it could be heavily exaggerated but it seems there was some murdering and yeah through the story of Shani Bean Sonny Bean may skew from toward fiction than fact so yeah it's more it could be more fiction than fact there are other better documented stories of cannibals in Scot Scottish history 
and folklore that may have inspired and contributed to the Bean Legend. So yeah, like you're saying, it could could all be fake, but there was still shit going on. Yeah, Christy Cleek was said to be a 14th century butcher from Perth who joined up with a band of raiders. He put his skills to use by a member of the party died, cutting him up and making suitable meals. So this one I think is true. The group supposedly ambushed and murdered people on the roads. Historical records indicate the husband and wife were indeed executed in Perth for cannibalism. So this one's true. Leading to the Krenneth version of the story. So the thing in the smaller story could have led to an exaggerated version of the Sonny Bean story. Gotcha. Like the story of Sonny Bean, that of Chris, Christy Cleek is assumed to be embezzled or a combination of historical folklore figures rolled into one man. So, that's it. Oh, there's a little more, actually. I don't know. I think it's actually just going... Oh, no. This last little section. The story may be all anti-Jacobite propaganda. Though it's a riveting story, many historians believe Sonny Bean may be nothing more than propaganda. His name comes from a stereotypical, stereotypical name used by English press, a strong indicator that... I'll see. Equivalent of calling an Irishman a patty. So... Yeah, so an indicator of the story is meant to be to um, demonize the Scots, especially in light of the Jacobite rising, portraying the Scots as brutal, incestuous cannibals, strength by contemporary anti-Scottish sediment. And the first written stories of Sinai Bean are from 1775, just 30 years after the rising, but hundreds of years after cannibals allegedly active. A story based on evilness of Scots, likely sold by the English audience, um... Yeah, so basically it just, it sounds like maybe the English wrote it to make the Scots out to be... Almost as a satire, but it has yeah. some sort it's of... It's trying to make them look out as propaganda and make them look like awful people. Right. They fucking it's kill, ma- they incest and eat. Well, and that's like a, that's always been a thing, right? Even mm-hmm. nowadays where political powers will write and create these terrible stories to make their followers seem scared of it so when they decide to go murder them they're okay with it exactly it's kind of like um i remember reading that um like back in like when we were fighting afghanistan or when we were over there and shit which we probably still are i don't know but uh well we are and like when we were fighting in the middle east they would play halo make them the soldiers play halo and shit kind of Desensitizing. Yeah, desensitize killing people. They just kind of saw them as that sort of thing. Yeah, there's the Black Mirror episode that's all about that. God damn they, it, Salty. They, uh, the soldiers get this chip imprint in their mind. So when they go to war and they see these people, they look like creatures. Yeah. They look like devils. And I like, still think it's crazy because I looked for that forever because I thought it was a whole TV show. It's just a Black Mirror episode. It was just one episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> Yeah. It would be a cool story for a whole series. Absolutely. Or even like a one-season series. Yeah, I think it would do really well. So I have a creature feature that sort of goes along with this. Yeah. Let me, let me pull her up here real quick for pull you. Pull on me a chip. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is this show? Black Mirror? Yeah. Black Mia. Have you watched the Twilight Zone at all yet? No. I heard it's really good. I don't have the CBS thing to watch it. Um, I was gonna... I keep forgetting about it. I wanted to check it out. I heard people say it's pretty... 
good. Turnfield's a on... great person for it, so. Yeah. I guess it is on YouTube, some of them, so maybe I just need to yeah. go on there. Most deaf. So, <clears throat> tonight's creature feature is brought to you by... Big Dicks. Big <laughs> Brought to you by Diebuck. Put your haunted souls and curses in a box. <coughs> now, I did some looking into something that I've never heard of, and the pronunciation of it is different on several websites. Yeah. But it is called the creature tonight is called the Aswanga or Aswang or a swing. I can see you. you can keep reading for more. Now it is a mythical creature that was popular popularized in the Philippines. Now my article is loading up here that I'm trying to read. There we go. Here's some of the pictures. I'll show Forrest, and he can kind of. Uh, give you an idea of what this creature looks like no shit so it's like it's like a oh there's a bunch of different ones that kind of looks like a cow head with a fucking weird demented body but the first one that it showed was like a man that still had his top arms but had wings coming out still so kind of like a like a bat human hybrid so kind of like what you see like in the vampires how they can they turn on these fucking weird bats, but it had wings and still had its front arms. Now, this is what it's funny you say that because this is it sounds like a combination monster. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's from the it's from Philippine folklore It's the Aswang. I'm, I'm just going to call it Aswang. Aswang. Yeah. <laughs> Aswang. I like Aswang. A- Aswang. <laughs> so it stalks its prey in the small rural towns of the Philippines. It's the deadliest monster, and it's nocturnal. Sorry, it's wor- I worded this weird. I need to rewrite it, but it's the deadliest monster known in the Philippine folklore. It's a nocturnal hunter that thrives on human flesh and blood, which is wonderful. I wonder if Gino knows about it. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Definitely. The base knowledge behind it, it says it's a flesh-eating, shape-shifting monster during the day, it appears as regular townspeople, though they may be observed by others to have reclusive habits or magical abilities. At night, it shifts into eerie predatory forms to go hunting for human prey. It's prefer, um, preferring to feast on children and pregnant women above all else. That's weird. How do you spell it? Sorry. It's A-S-W-A-N-G. Aswing. Something is gonna pop up on it. We're gonna look it up. Just put this back on, so you guys can. Oh, there we go. So it's some sort of. You guys can see this. So it looks like it has wings in most versions of it. Yeah, we're just gonna pull up this one here. So you guys, oh, <laughs> it kind of sounds like a Philippine, a Filipino. Filipino um skinwalker yeah that's kind of what I get from it some of the characteristics is it's uh um 
some of the sorry i'm i'm reading and thinking at the same time and it's not good. working out too well usually the asswing is a woman during the day and at night it can appear as a bird a pig or a dog or a combination of a human mixed with those yeah so the other picture looked like a cow head but a weird demented fucking human body right it says no matter which animal form it takes an asswing will differ from a regular animal in various disturbing ways. Yeah, it sounds a lot like a skinwalker in the Philippines. Right. And it, ha- it says most often it has proboscis-like tongues and are frequently described as walking with their feet backwards. So they- kind of like a... Oh, feet backwards, I mean. Yeah. They have also been <laughs> um, depicted as being so thin that they can hide behind bamboo posts. What the fuck? Some of their special abilities um, is the knack for blending in with its victims during the day. And it says that they can just act like regular people. Yeah, Salty said it looks and sounds like a vampire, but a daywalker. Yeah, daywalker. So they'll they'll get to, they'll they'll be around you during the day and see what your habits are. And then at night... They'll transform and come and find you. It says, although when they're in their day form, they're generally shy and somewhat reclusive. They can't have jobs, friends, and even families. So if I'm ever in the Philippines and I see a shy, I said women usually, right? Yeah. If I see a shy woman, like, peeking around, looking at me and shit, trying to learn my habits, I'm going to stake her through the heart. (laughs) Right. Hopefully that's a way to kill them. Hopefully. And hopefully it was actually not just some... Filipino chick that was shy and wanted to smash. True. Now, it does seem like it's something that is universally known throughout the Philippines because it does say that different regions have different versions of the creature. Okay. And what forms that it so could probably potentially why, take. Yeah, probably why there's different. Yeah. It says the tic tac and whack whack became, <laughs> or walk walk became large birds, while the zegbin, sometimes described simply as a companion of the monster, takes on the form of a. Tasmanian devil. Oh. Aswangs have also been reported shifting into pigs and dogs. In addition to shape shifting, they also have the ability to transform the appearance of other objects. It's common for your lamp. <laughs> right? It's common for them to transform plant material into a doppelganger of one of its victims. Oh, so it it's like a plant's victim. Right? In order to hide the evidence of its feeding habits from locals. These doppelgangers might replace corpses, which they often consume, or they might replace living people. If the doppelganger replaces a living person, it will return to the person's home, get sick, and quickly die. <laughs> Another tactic they use to disguise themselves is to, is to use sinister vocal tricks. As the fearsome predator gets closer to the victim, it calls... Its call gets quieter and quieter, so its victim is tricked into thinking the monster is actually getting further away. Okay. The Aswang's hunting prowess is almost as frightening as its ability to hide itself in plain sight. Um, They like to dine on corpses, fetuses, and small children. (laughs) So it reminds me of myself. Yeah, I'm similar that way. They often appear at funeral wakes or at the bedside of pregnant, pregnant women to eat. The Aswing uses its oh, proboscis-like tongue to suck blood from its victims or to suck a fetus from a pregnant woman's womb. Jesus Christ. So it's getting that tongue up there nice and deep They call like. this fucking thing Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, they do. 
<laughs> they call it, yeah, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> they call it the uh, clinic. Seven hundred <laughs> bucks, and it's <laughs> this guy does it for free though. They also have superhuman strength during the nighttime. Hmm. Um, a person transforms into this deadly predator by trying, by tying a fertilized chicken egg to her, his or her stomach. After some time, the chick passes from the egg into the stomach. Once this has happened, the remaining eggshell is buried in a bamboo tube along with coconut oil and chicken dung. The person now has the powers of an asshole. <laughs> Damn, should we fucking try it? We need to get a fertilized chicken egg and tape it to our belly. So we got to come on a chicken egg to our belly. <laughs> I mean, you can do what you want, <laughs> but I'm just going to find a fertilized one already. <laughs> You're going to get this fucking chicken fetus that comes out that's like half human, half chicken. Ooh, asswing junior. Daddy, kill me. <laughs> Salty says real quick, you think Chupacabra has ever actually bitten asswing or uh, whatever asswing while it was in pig form? Probably. <laughs> Definitely happened. Fuck, buddy. With the same side. It also says a dying asswing can also pass its powers along to someone else if it wishes. Asswing holds its mouth close to a chosen person, and the chick inside the monster's stomach hops into the mouth of the new person. So, if, if I hurt someone too close to me in the Philippines, keep my mouth closed. Yeah. Salty says I'm not a woman or a fetus. I'm not a woman, a fetus, or a small child. Time to go to the Philippines. Right? Yeah, you may become one, though, and then that becomes your next dinner. True. It does have weaknesses. It says the first step towards ridding a town of this deadly assailant is identifying the monster. There are several hey. ways. <laughs> you! Hey, you! Get your damn hands off her. <laughs> it's just some like little lady. Like, what did I do? Um, there are several ways in which you can do this. Asswings generally have bloodshot eyes. Those are their highest fun. They're baked since they have been awake hunting all night. In addition, it is said that they look directly into... It is said that if you look directly into Asswing's eyes, your reflection will appear upside down. So I gotta get real close to him, but keep my mouth closed so I don't get a little yeah. shit topping in my mouth. The most, com- <laughs> the most common method of detecting one, however, involves using albolious oil, a special oil made of coconuts and holy plants. I no longer trust Gino. This oil is said to boil whenever an asswing is near. Maybe when he threw up on my back, he was trying to turn me into an asswing. Oh my god, you're right. He got close to me and puked on my back. Maybe a chicken came out, but I was closed mouth, so I couldn't become one. Damn. Fucking Gina. So, now it gives the origin of it. It says it was born out of the Philippine folklore with stories of this terrifying creature dating back to at least the 16th century. When Spanish explorers created the first written record of the monster, the explorers noted that all the monsters in this folklore, the asswing, was the most feared by native people. The creature's name comes from the Sanskrit word asura, which means demon. This terrifying monster is also sometimes called the tick-tick or the whack-whack. <laughs> you fucking whack-whack piece of shit. Yeah. I'll give you my tick-tick. Uh, it says these names come from the sinister sounds the monster is said to make while hunting. Just to beat his meat. Now, it does have some explanations of the myth. And as fantastic as stories of the Aswang might seem, they may actually have been inspired by real-life events. 
One theory is Someone's the... sucking fetuses? <laughs> you never know, man. It says, one theory is that native wildlife was the inspiration for the legends. The tick-tick and the whack-whack hunting calls the monster is said to make are probably the calls of nocturnal birds, bats, Tasmanian devils, and cagwang, an endangered species of flying lemur, have all been killed because they have been suspected, suspected of being asswing in a transformed state. So all those... Yeah, all those animals may make similar noises to whatever this creature might. Okay. Another possible explanation of the Aswang mythology is the presence of a rare genetic disease called XDP, hmm. which almost exclusively affects Filipino men. Oh, XDP causes patients to have Parkinsonian and dystonic symptoms. The patient is afflicted with uncontrollable muscle spasms contusions and tremors images of asswing during transformation are strikingly similar to photographs of a patient experiencing xdp symptoms oh shit um finally the asswing legend may be used to explain away horrendous unsolved crimes in the philippines when a person disappears or is brutally murdered maybe easier for local people to attribute the crime to a demon rather than to one of their fellow humans that face a real demon yeah Tabloids often attribute crimes to this asswing, which adds fuel to the mythology. Oh, that's a good one. So it definitely seems like a combination of a couple things, but it might have... I don't think it has any bearing of being a real monster, but they have turned horrible real-life scenarios into a creature abortions like <laughs> can't have those abortions anymore but if the ass wing comes and gets it then it's okay yeah i think dude is the ass wing <laughs> suck this penis right up on out of there shoved its proboscis tongue clear up my woman's the snatch <laughs> the snatch and it snatched that baby right out oh clamsicle got it he walked in and all i heard was whack 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 whack, whack <laughs> and then just and well, no more baby gino Eat us that feast. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's the noise that it makes when it's sucking out the fetal membrane. Oh, God. <laughs> Take that one home with you, kids. Uh, Salty Frank says, What if you didn't know you were an asswing, but suddenly found out the right after a date? Well, you can't get pregnant. Salty Frank says, Shy women, I hope my family doesn't find out about my <laughs> night gambling addiction. Family, she's shy and gone at night. Tonight will kill her. She's an ass thing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn, Frank. That's salt. All right, boys. We've been going for just two and a half, so we'll probably call it for tonight. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> As the ass thing would say. <laughs> Can we make this an inside joke between the two of us anytime Gino comes around? You throw up any chickens today, Gino? Yeah, you suck any fetuses? <laughs> what if he like like looks at us and he's like, You know? <laughs> How do you guys know about me? He stares in my soul and I see a fucking upside down me. He just grabs he's your lips. Chop in the throat. <laughs> he just grabs your lips and starts vomiting in your mouth. No way. I'm gonna let it happen. I'm pretending like I don't know you at that point. That would be. I'm s- sorry. <laughs> I'm opening up a new clinic in town. Then. <laughs> Get your free abortions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're only open at night though. So. Yeah. And we got a fucking 
put you in her anesthesia because I don't want you to just see me suck the suck your puss. <laughs> yeah, it's not as pleasurable as you think. Uh, maybe that's the gimmick. The pleasure clinic. The pleasure clinic. It cleans you out and feels great. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, good night, guys. Yeah. yeah. Take that one home with you. Good night, that's, everybody. That's what we're fucking ended on is sucking out clinic. fetuses. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. But later's.